Yeah, when we did Lights Out, you could hear them fucking arguing and fighting. It's like, bro, I don't know. It's like high school with all these chicks, bro. It's like, how the fuck do y'all put up with this shit? Like, we're over there I'm reading so the Bible glad. on Men's Day, and they're all fucking fighting over here. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome on back to another episode of Mind Over Matter. We're here live with Alex. Alex, how you feeling today, man? I'm fucking good, man. I'm all fucking pumped up. How are you, man? Good, good, man. Feeling good. Great day. Another military buddy, though, but he just went through in January, so pretty excited to talk to him about that. Ran into him in the IO Discord down below. IO! Shout out to Rational Optimist, baby. Yes, sir. Kev, how are we feeling today, man? I'm feeling great now. Happy thanks or uh, said Thanksgiving. Happy St. Patty's Day to everyone. Um, we got our drinks right here. I got about a year old twisted tea that I'm gonna try and choke water. down. <laughs> exactly. But no, dude, I'm feeling pumped. Really excited to do this show. So Yeah, man. Yeah, I guess we'll just uh Alex, why don't you just go into a little bit about who you're fr- or who you are, where you're from, what you're about, man. So my name is Alex. I'm from upstate New York, pretty shitty area, Syracuse area. And I'm in the military. I just got out of basic training about two months ago at this point. Did that for about six months. Got a six-year contract. I post a lot on Twitter. That's really only my main platform. Uh, Starting a life coaching business in the next few months. Trying to get that ball up and rolling. But right now, it's just trying to build an audience. Get some content out there. Let people know who the fuck I am. But yeah, you, that's... you said you were in basic training for six months. Yep, six months. Bro, you was a holdover. How? No, swear to God, no. bro. Bro, failed so, the it... firing range. <laughs> I failed grenades. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't do anything though. But so basic is nine week. Basic is nine weeks, and then we our AIT was mm. twelve plus two years. So we had a we had Christmas leave. So that was two weeks. So in total, it was about twenty four weeks. Yeah, forgot about that. I can't imagine going back to basic training. I did I did that in AIT when I first joined. And that was hard. I can't imagine going back after Christmas leave to basic training. No, in place. it sucks. And we had to do all the cleaning, you know, like take all the lockers out of the out of the fucking bay, all the bunks, clean, buff, buff and wax the floors. Were yeah, people man. in your AO when you were gone, like sleeping in your bay? There were... There were two, and they didn't want to go, so they stayed in our bay for those whole two weeks. Oh my god! Because they I, they didn't want to go home. I only asked because when I got back in my bed, there was like forty Reese's peanut butter cup wrappers stuffed in my mattress. <laughs> what the That's fuck? Disgusting. Disgusting. No what the way, fuck is bro. this love? Swear to God, I'm like, bro, how uncivilized of a thing to do? <laughs> like forty. I'm like, bro, I was gone two weeks. This is like, like ten. Yeah, three days. bags. <laughs> Like a lot, bro. I know I'm underestimating. It's probably closer to a hundred. Like this must have been a fat yeah. motherfucker, dude. No, nah, so when uh me and Kev showed up to our unit, man, oh the back in my day stories. I mean, I probably heard a million of them back in my days. And it is finally <laughs> yeah. my time to shine. So I will say some back in my days too. Oh you've <laughs> you've earned it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but but to start off, man, I would like to know if basic training is more um critically thinking based now that's what when i was getting out it was a big movement they're changing it from 
it was red face, red face, blue face, white face, some crazy shit like that. And like the first two weeks, you're just getting push ups, sit ups, everything that like you did this wrong. Your hair's wrong. Like y'all shaved my head. What do you mean? My hair's wrong. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? So like real quick, two, three weeks, you're just getting it smoked. Bro. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Real quick though. Yeah. I heard they changed like the shark attack. Like they don't do that anymore. Oh yeah. Just as a quick example. No. Yeah, they uh, they switched it out. They took out the shark attack. They I think they switched it out two or three years ago. But now they have something called the first 100 yards. It's it's some of the dumbest shit I've ever done. So you get off the bus. You don't know. It's, it's first time you meet your drill sergeant. It's like 5 in the morning. You get off the bus. You know, they get on. They're screaming all at you to get yeah. off. And you get off, and then they run you down. Like, as soon as you're off that bus, you're running, like, a mile down to this little area, to this little, like, forest area. Mm-hmm. And then you split up in your four platoons and they basically run you through this like team building exercise. It's so weird. Like you have to like run and it's, there is this tug of war thing you had to do. It's so gross. Yeah, yeah, if the yeah, army it's says it's a team building exercise, it's yeah. some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's a team, team building exercise. Yeah. No, I remember well, hopping on that, yeah, hopping on the bus that hopping off. There was this girl. She had like three bags and she was wheeling one. And every like every drill star, I turned around. I'm like, whew, I'm good. No one's around me. I turn around and this girl literally has like six people just yelling in her fucking face. Like, why are you rolling this bag right now? Pick that shit up, you <laughs> fucking psychopath. Then we get down, they're calling each one of our names to go into the, our own little platoon areas. And as they call your name, you take your bag and you just stand there like this with your hands up, with your bag over your head until everyone's name is called. And then we just did some more bullshit activities for like fucking two weeks. <laughs> like, like the whole first yeah. two weeks was just bullshit activities. Were there women with you there or was it just men? Oh, yeah. A lot of the units were integrated. So I was in Delta 150, which is like one of the older companies. And they didn't have any females, nothing. We were like one of the only battalions to have no females whatsoever. A lot of them do. Even, well, down in Fort Benning, there's there's the, uh, fuck, what are they called? The scouts. Oh, the cavalry scouts. Yeah, they have cat, yeah, cav scouts are down there, and a lot of women pick that MOS. It, and then there's infantry, which is usually the main one, but you don't see many women at all. You'd only see them when you go on pass and shit to the PX. That's like the only time you'd ever see him. Shit, Honestly, bro. I would have preferred it that way. Then I was going to say that. Had. You you no. had girls in your platoon in like oh, your platoons. Yeah, bro, everything was oh. mixed. Everything was mixed. No. It was like fifty fifty in my platoon at least. They wow. were in the bay across from us. Yeah, no, and like when, people fucking at the in the washing machines and shit. Like yeah, when we did lights out, you could hear them fucking arguing and fighting. <laughs> it's like, bro, <laughs> it's like high school with all these chicks, bro. It's like. How the fuck do y'all put up with this shit? Like, we're over there I'm reading so the Bible glad. on Wednesday, and they're all fucking <laughs> fighting over here. <laughs> Unholy people, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to... I can't believe they've done this. Yeah, like, you know, like when you get off for that, like, that half hour in basic, and, like, you got the people writing letters, the dudes working out. Yeah. People, like, jacking off or whatever. Females always just yeah. be fighting. That's wild to me. Bro, but, yeah, I had a... Man, this was probably my favorite story from basic training. Other than getting kicked to the back of the line multiple times for laughing. Dumbass. Not even laughing, smiling, bro. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But that's besides the point. Uh, There was was this chick 
I don't even know if it was a chick, but they kept finding <laughs> notes. They kept finding notes, and the bottom was signed Killer Cam. And Killer Cam, I guess, is like a rapper or something, like a legit rapper. Hold up. I mean, I don't even remember. Killer Cam. Where's Jamie? Pull that up real quick. Yeah, Jamie. Jamie, pull that up. But Killer Cam. Yeah, a whole ass rapper, bro. His name is Cam Ron. Cam. Was he at Basic with you? No. This they were they were like using his name as an alias, and this they they ended up decoding the four fucking notes that they found, and for some reason they thought I knew who it was. Like they thought me or everyone in basic training knew who this fucking dude was. So oh, was, they, bro! Okay. I was laying down at the at the gun range, laying down, like eyes closed, laying down, and my drill instructor came from behind me, like put his foot on my hand. To put the gun down and then came like this close to my face. And he's like, who the fuck is Killer Cam? And I'm like, bro, it was like <laughs> the biggest joke because for the past two weeks they couldn't figure out. But basic training's over. It's That shit's ending soon. So y'all either figure it out or this shit happened on your watch. And it just happened on their watch. They never figured it out. And then actually I think the last day they were like, we know who the – they were handing out mail. Hand this chick her mail. And she like, uh, here you go, Killer Cam. And she was I fucking completely stuff in my room. But they were just fucking in the laundry rooms. It was lights out. They kept finding notes in the laundry rooms. It's because oh, I was on fire guard that night. They're like, oh, well, this note has the date you were on fire guard. You didn't see nothing? I'm like, no, bro. I'm not looking. Y'all got me sweeping the fucking floors. I'm not looking for nobody fucking in the washing yeah. machine room. Like, why would I be busy mopping the bathroom with the red lens train. flashlight? You can't even see, bro. <laughs> yeah. no, you can't bro. see shit. People were fucking in basic training. That shit always surprised me, man. I'll tell you. I heard about it through other companies, but, you know, I was all dudes. And even then, sometimes you heard some wild stuff. No, so, no, no. I guess. Yeah. No. Yeah, dude. It's it like that rule. In... Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. In in my platoon, we had these two guys. I don't want to name them, dude. That I, I feel I feel bad for them, but oh god. So so we had the showers, right? I don't know if your your guys' showers were like ours, but they were like the small little cube areas, and they were just divvied off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So they were like that, and there was this one time I was in there. It was like eleven o'clock. I'd always shower after lights out because if if drill sergeant came in when you're showering like before nine or twenty one hundred, you were fucked. You'd run out naked and he'd fuck you up. So I'd always shower, I'd shower late as hell, and I was in there one time, and it was just me, and then these two guys from my platoon come in there, and they're, uh, they're like, facing each other in opposing shower cubes, and I walk out, I look out, bro, and I watch them, they're about to hug, they're about to hug, butt-ass naked in the shower, and luckily my other buddy comes in, and he, he like, intervenes, he walks in between them, he's like, what the fuck were you two doing? <laughs> Bro, like, they, did, they had no clue what to say. Oh hug to make God. out or something? Like, they were, just imagine going in for, like, a hug. They were going in for a hug, and then they got stopped. While they're ass naked, too. They were ass naked, yeah. I'm telling you, Shrek, if we were ever butt naked like that, I would not be thinking about giving you a hug. Not in basic nope. training, bro. I'm thinking about showering, getting my fucking sorry ass to bed. You gotta wake up get my PTs hours. on and go into bed. Yo, because they, yeah, they had that rumor like they'll give you like something to make you not horny or whatever. Yeah. Like oh, the uh, you know what pill it was? They, Did they tell y'all? Are you talking about the ass shot? No, no bro. Was... When I showed up, we were all in the fucking church, and they handed out this pill. That <laughs> church. <laughs> no, oh my god, bro. We were all the in the church. church and we all had this fucking pill. I don't even know what it did. Yeah, I got a pill too. 
I think I got one after I got all my shots. Like the seven shots they fuck you up yeah. with, like they line up. <laughs> yeah, line up, get one in the ass, dude. Yeah, I think they gave it. They give us two random pills, and I had no clue what they did. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that's what it was. Yeah, I don't. But know. But they didn't tell me shit. Yeah, I don't know. Our rumor, yeah, our rumor was that it was, um, yeah, it makes you less horny. That's what that's what everybody was saying too, and we had fucking we had this rumor go around for the whole time that the eggs they were putting shit in the eggs to make you less horny yeah they were just making the eggs bro that was it do you do you remember that how runny that i don't know if you guys had the same eggs but how runny they were bro i had those eggs in iraq and afghanistan i'm you, well bro. aware of how runny that <laughs> <eggs>. swear <laughs> to god you could be on the moon wide, boy. <laughs> <laughs> standard issue egg one or you could be on <laughs> mars and fucking you'd get those eggs swear to god <laughs> bro, they're really the... consistent bro the oatmeal, the basic training oatmeal, oh, yeah. is some of the most gas shit I've had in my life. That, oh, I will the, fight. Yeah, I will... The, the thick shit, like it was. Yes, yeah. the thick shit, and we'd put the the, I'd put the syrup in it, and then some sugar in it, dude. That shit was bomb as fuck. That was actually the first time I tried syrup. Was that reception there, bro? Like we were getting breakfast. No way. Swear to God, dude, Trevor can. Uh, I did not. I, I didn't. For that, bro. Hold on. I, I'm a picky eater to an extent. Like I'm better now, but oh, like yeah, I can vouch for that. This dude goes yeah. anywhere and gets chicken nuggets, like the no nachos. Sauce. Yeah, but like I didn't like syrup, like sauces. I'm just not about. So I go there and I'm like, can I get the French toast? And she gives it to me, slathers this ladle full of fucking syrup. All right. Well, fuck me, or whatever. I'm like, trying, like, bro, this is awesome, bro. <laughs> Like that's why everyone except me does this shit because it's fucking good. Did you did you see any like um, dudes that just definitely like you showed up and you're like that dude's not making it? I saw that's probably about half my platoon, but they made it. But they made it. about half. Yeah, but they there was this guy, this fucking kid. He was like, <laughs> imagine the most, imagine the most League of Legends, World of Warcraft type kid you can imagine. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? I could do that. You know who I'm picturing. And this fucking bro. kid. You, me. Nah. <laughs> fucking Rob. All right. And this fucking kid. So we were on Sand Hill, Delta 150, and it's literally just a giant hill, right? So to get up to our company, you had to go up this hill that was probably about this steep. Walk it. It was like football field fucking length. And this kid, one morning we were going on, it was our 12-mile rock. We were going on our rock, and we were going down it. That's the way we get out to the road. This kid, like, 70-pound rock, fucking gun and all. This kid rolls down the entire goddamn hill off of this rock, dude. Dun, 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 dun. Like a fucking Wii Sports, bro. Yeah, yeah, the whole hill, dude. I was like, no way. You could hear his gun clanking down the whole way. The, the, How far? The like a, fell off, dude. a quarter mile? Dude, it was, yes, I sw- bro, I swear to God, yes. The whole yep. hill, all the way down. That's probably the most energy efficient way to go about that, dude. Just roll down that bitch. They still dude. made him do the rock too. Twelve miles. He was fucking struggling, dude. Oh, he fell. God. He fell. There were two other times he fell over during that rock because he was so he so just skinny and lanky. He would the the rock was like almost as much as him. Was he real tall? Yeah. He's probably about five seven, five eight, like maybe oh, one God. fucking one one twenty. Like that this kid was getting. He was getting bodied by his rock, dude. I was, was gonna bad. ask, yeah, like the caliber of, like the the caliber of people around you. I'm interested in, like, so were they pretty it was young, a, like you. 
a lot of them were either 18 or 21, 22. They were only the oldest we had was a guy who was 35. Oh, in that far back. Yeah. He got, he stopped, he refused to train. He dropped out. I think he's still there, honestly, because they keep you as a holdover, but I think he's still there. Shout out my holdovers. Yeah. Shout out Garweezy and Cheverenshake out there, but yeah. prayers up. Yeah, when they see this prayers show, up for them. Eight months from now, <laughs> they're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" First day out, type shit. <laughs> you ain't getting. But no yeah, they were all pretty young. There were only a few guys that were older, and the older guys really did the best. Though we had a guy who was thirty, turned thirty-four while he was there, and he had, I think, it was a five eighty-six PT score. He was killing it. And there was another guy that's going for, oh, going for special forces training that was like thirty-three or thirty-four. He's old and he's fucking frail, but he's going for SF and he's he's a fucking killer. No, no brother, SF dudes are frail. Yeah, they are. Yeah. One of my drill sergeants was was SF and um. Yeah. He was, he was like, lean. you could tell this dude was lean built, like, just yeah. straight lean muscle mass. And he was, we'd call him the Grim Reaper. He was tall. He had, like, this black, like, long comb over. And he would just say some of the most, like, outrageous things. He would talk so passionately about, like, CQB, like, when you'd, like, just going in and clearing rooms. You'd just talk about it with such, like, fire. It was so, it was so dope, but he was... He's oh, a yeah, we know. And there oh, with yeah. that fucking helmet on looking like this. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah, that basic ass ACH. Yeah. Look like, look like fucking Darth Helmet with that shit on. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're hanging off the straps, aren't right? I'd be able to find the one I had, bro. My mom actually has that fucking picture chilling in the house right now on a wall. It's my ass in a fucked up ACH. And I'm like holding, <laughs> holding a sign <laughs> with my gun hanging down like... Hey mom, some crazy. Like, hey mom, I'm fine. Some shit like that, and they just. I'm alive. On Facebook, and my mom was able to see it. Yeah, bro. I got I got mine on my phone too. We should put those in the description. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That would be badass. Like, did did the kids around you though? They have like a problem with authority? Because I've noticed as like an NCO, it you can't just yell out problem. Like, you gotta have a better way. There were a few guys. We had this one kid. He would just not listen to the drill sergeants at all he would not he would fucking back talk he would not give a shit he wouldn't do anything he'd get us fucked up every day every goddamn day he lost it. we were on the range this one time and we were shooting at night so we had our nods on and this guy he left his rifle at the at the shooting platform and he came back and he got in formation we were about to leave and our drill sergeant goes who the fuck left their fucking rifle out there and he's like he raised his hand and he goes me drill sergeant and he's like, why the fuck do you leave that out there? He's like, I don't know, Drill Sergeant. Can you help me find it, Drill Sergeant? And bro, he put us all down in the in the fucking push up for like ten minutes. Yeah, they, he was he was really our only guy who wouldn't listen or would just say stupid shit to get us fucked up. But for, for those that don't know, losing or yeah, losing your weapon is like losing nuclear launch codes oh, in yeah. arm. No, yeah, bro, like there was we went out on the um, I think it was the last. What do they call it? FTX? Yeah. Field training exercise. Yeah. FTX <clears throat> went out on the last one. And, bro, we all fell asleep. <laughs> like, the whole platoon. Like, we all dug our foxhole. We were supposed to take shifts. We all racked the fuck out. And, 
like he came by, he yoinked my gun, yoinked the dude's neck to me gun. Some shit like that. I don't think he got mine. I think he yoinked the dude next to me for sure. Like, definitely. He was like, all right, whistled at, like, 3 a.m. pitch black. <laughs> Everybody wake up. Come here. We all woke oh, up, fuck. went to the middle. And this, actually, my drill sergeant was an infantry guy, so th- that was, like, his way. Woke up. Yeah. And we got to the middle of the circle, and it was, like, fucking 15, 20 guns out of, like, 28. <laughs> Holy shit. This is going to be a fucking mess. Turns out the fucking drill sergeant, he had to miss like the last week. He's like 35 and had liver cancer. What? Some crazy shit. Had to get a whole liver replaced. He's like 35, drank too much. (laughs) That's that's saying something because the liver can replace, like repair itself. Yeah, so it was some crazy shit with his liver that was going on. He's like 35, bro, looked like he was 50 with the all white hair. Uh, Thomas, bro. Shout out Joe Sergeant Thomas. I hope he sees this shit one day. <laughs> I, I did want to ask you, though, Alex, is there ever like a shitbag moment that you did Ooh. where you were just a turd? Because I got one in my head. Piece of shit. I think I think about that a lot because I think back and I'm like, was there really? There was this one. It was day it was day two or three when I got out of reception. I was actually at basic. We had to put on our – so we had our rock. We had our medium rock. We had all our shit in there. We had our IOTV on, and our flick was in there, and everything, and our ACH. And we took it out, and I was the la- I was the only guy who couldn't strap my flick because the strap the strap on the back is broken. So I couldn't never I could never strap it. My drill sergeant was just ripping me a new one, and then yeah, we got fucked up for that. Is there Some anything army shit else? Right there. I don't there what if else? like there was a time where I fucked everyone up. You know? no. What if I what if I said mine and then you think about yeah, it? Yeah, bro, I want to hear yours anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I had a battle buddy. Like you know, they assign you like a one that's your bunk mate. Yeah. His name is Chavez, and we had he was tan too, got the same haircut, and we both hung out with this <laughs> white dude. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> we we both hung out with this white dude named Ellis, right? And Ellis, one time we were in the field, and he went to use like the drill sergeant port like the porta potty. And I was with him, so I just waited outside, and then he fucking walked outside, and, like, we went about our business. I later found out, like, we got called to the, uh, like, the middle there, and it's him with Chavez. And fucking Ellis is telling everyone how him and Chavez, like, he used the bathroom while Chavez kept looking. But it wasn't Chavez, it was me. And (laughs) I knew they were going to give him fire guard, because that was their punishment for everything, and I fucking hated fire guard so much. Yeah. So you let it. Yeah, bro. I fucking. I didn't say nothing. Like I apologized. Well, they they said it was fucking chill, but I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think if my, any of mine were that bad. That's pretty bad. No, I'm talking like I was paying someone to do my fire guard after the first shift, dude. <laughs> Damn, no way. I literally, bro. Did, like, did you guys get the new? Did you guys get the chocolate bars at night? Oh, special. What? I think mine were special K. We had, so, we had these things, they were called nutrition supplement bars, I'll never forget. And the drill sergeants would, like, give it to us every once in a while, like, at night, and people would, ho- people would hoard them, and then, like, trade up, trade them for fire guard shifts, it was like, it was like underground currency, you'd trade them yeah. between the platoons no, and shit. There was a, like, there was a group of, like, two dudes that went and stole, like, three boxes of them. And came up oh, in yeah, their yeah, locker, yeah. bro. And they're like, hey, 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 I want strawberry. When they got the chocolate the next time, they're like, hey, bro, don't eat that. I got the strawberry up, you know. 
I got the straw. And they were gay. Yeah, bro. Like them. Them special no. K ones were legit, bro. Yeah. We had one of the companies like next to us go into like RAO and steal like seven MREs. And they woke us up like the middle of the night and like we're searching our shit. And it's like, bro, that's seven MREs. Like, where are you going to put all that trash? Like, you can't flush <laughs> yeah. that down the toilet. No, you can't flush an MRE. I'll find down. out, bro. I'm hungry. I'm gonna find out. <laughs> oh, dude, I was I was smuggling shit back to the bees, bro. There I was, fucking dude, like. I was upset because my bunkmate and then a couple other dudes, they ended up sneaking off with one of their phones somehow, and they didn't tell me. So for like, like the last week, it? they didn't tell me. Like they, they wow. was like three, four dudes in the loop, and I wasn't in the loop. I'm like, how could y'all do this to me, bro? Like, I wouldn't tell anyone I had that shit from. Me. But if I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have my phone. I never did that. We had a guy. So after we finished during our land nav course, when we got out of bait, when we graduated, he, this guy posted a video of him doing land nav, and this was like week twelve, right? So I'm. I was always wondering how the fuck this guy had his phone week twelve, just all the time. Like some guys, some guys would just ha had it the whole cycle you'd never know they'd have fucking they'd have zins and ch and dip the whole time you'd never know you'd never know it was dude, wild my, my mom snuggled me or smuggled me in some contraband like that dude bro i had my ex at the time send me some pictures just because like literally just sent me some pictures and she went out with a camera and took pictures in like yoga like a workout outfit bro sent them bitches to me and my Drill sergeant opened up my fucking mail yep. and went through these pictures with me. It was like, yeah, are you so like insinuating? Like, what are you doing in your free time, Blazik? I'm like, what? Like, I'm not. If you think I'm jerking off to these photos, lady, you're crazy. Like, what the fuck? How could you insinuate this in front of everybody right now? Like, nah, they do that, watching dude. this shit right now, you whore. Well, how could you do this? That's such they a go weird through everybody's thing. pictures. Oh, Every, yeah. Everybody's pictures. Yeah, no, I had my mom fucking hide me some chocolate bars in a tissue box. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. fucking. And it worked, bro. She did a phenomenal job. Shout out to you, mom. Like, taped it up all good. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking ate like three of them. I gave like one to my friend, dude. But wow. yeah, like that and fucking cough drops. That was another one. Fucking... Could, you, uh, oh. could you tell that you had any lifelong homies in there? Like, when you showed up, you were like, this guy's going to be a lifelong homie? Just off a of basic training. Nah. That one's kind of hard. Now I now I definitely, towards the end, yeah. Like, there's there's some of these guys that I'm going to meet up with this yeah. year. They're just, they're like, I know you know, but they're like family at that point. It's not like, they're not like a, just some friend that you meet at school or some shit. Like, yeah. I feel really close with those guys, like really, really close. Why do you th why do you think that ha why? Because y'all were because I think, uh, yeah, because I think we just went through so much bullshit while we were there that was so dumb. And you're stuck you're stuck with the same people for six months. You sleep every single night, six months straight. You shower with them every day. You work with them every day. It's like I don't think I ever had a connection with people like that before I got there. Like those guys are. No matter how old I get, I could never just not like them or not talk to them. Yeah. It's great for, too, like, exposing people to other cultures. Oh, yeah. I always enjoyed about the Army is, like, you got, like, the guy speaking Russian, 
the black dude, like a country white guy, Puerto Rican oh, yeah. dude, like like looks oh, like yeah, the village dude. people we almost. Had this dude named Spence, tall black dude. <laughs> Funny as all fuck, dude. Like at any hour I knew to come to this guy to smoke and joke because this dude knew how to fucking laugh. <laughs> just like he's like six four tall skinny black dude like the, the culture that you experience within the military is amazing like i saw everybody i was i told my girlfriend this like the first couple weeks i met her there was this asian kid who had a bachelor's name his name was gal don't know his first name no idea <clears throat> last name's gal if that's how it i think that is his first son of a bitch i don't know how it works over there i think in china or something oh <laughs> uh, they're switched so, yeah, yeah some shit like that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but the kid came over with a bachelor's already but he was so like i couldn't tell if he was playing stupid or if he was using the card of i'm i'm asian don't understand what you guys are saying because this dude was like walking into the girls bay into the girls showers like just fucking walking in <laughs> And just I don't. playing the card, just playing the card that he's Asian and doesn't understand, and got away with it every time. Into the female shower because so like, he's was, Asian. Yeah, bro, like it was getting under my skin so fucking bad because this kid was just out playing my ass. Like at all turns, I flipped his bed at one point. I fucking flipped his whole bed. He pissed me off. I ran upstairs to the not ran upstairs, went upstairs to the bay, and I was like, "Fuck you, dude." Eat shit. Shit. And some you know what that probably came and flipped my bed, and then it was a whole whole ordeal. I'm thinking too, like he told the drill sergeant he was Asian, and they were like, "I'm not getting a damn EO complaint." Fuck oh, that. Yeah, bro. Oh yeah, dude. EO EO is huge. I forgot about that. <laughs> I yeah, forgot bro. about that two months later. I forgot about I forgot about EO because no, yeah, that is that is wild. a real issue. Do they People don't want to. Do they go through all that in basic? I don't remember doing much of that. They probably talk. They talk about EO and Sharp probably. A lot, right? Like a lot. <laughs> like we we, lot. we would have sharp uh, classes, the same class, probably once every three weeks, four weeks. They talk about sharp like nonstop. They'd have they'd have like the sharp NCOs come in like that are like for for sharp, and they just talk to us yeah, about it over and over again. Yeah, those dudes got nothing else to do. Was that like in response to shit that was happening? You think? No. Oh, no, Nothing happened. Like the only times we got him, bro. It was like we got one sharp thing, and then after, whenever some dumb shit happened. Especially wow. in, the, in like the real unit, like it was never a precautionary sharp thing. The way, <laughs> the way they, the way they approach it too, it's like it, it's more or less. Y'all never been to a sharp brief? It's pretty much an hour of don't rape anyone. Yeah, That's how it goes. It's like why are like no one's gonna see someone getting raped in the army? Like walk right past obvious yeah like why are why are we kind of saying this as if rape is just bound to happen it, like, it like from from what i've been told apparently in the past it happened a lot like a lot a lot a lot it, basic i don't know but that's what i've been told so why why did you choose to join now what what led you to your decision Ooh. i joined last year i oathed in january 27th 2022 and I just felt like I felt I got into like the health sphere and all that type of shit. Got really healthy. Was starting to dig into history and then military was obviously like the next step for me. And I was like, just fuck it, dude. Why not? Why not just join the military? Because I'm not sure where I want to go to school. I'm not sure what kind of job or career I want. Why not just try this out and see how it goes? And I basically did it on a whim. In like a week's time, I I was 
I asked I asked a recruiter and then I offed him. And then yeah, from there was, it, Yeah, mine was probably about a month. But yeah. Because like, <clears throat> I was thinking when I was joining I had Trump in office <clears throat> and <clears throat> my mom was still telling me like I don't know, like I would chill. You got a different dude in office. Like yeah. be careful about that. Did that con like did you ever think about that in your mind? Because my when that happened, when my mom told me that shit, I was like, I don't I don't give a shit. I'm joining no matter who's in office. That's exactly what I said. My mom would be like, Oh, it's getting you know, it's getting rough out there with China and Russia and this was this was right as the Russia and Ukraine yeah. shit. So my mom was freaking out after I signed up. But it was more just so like patriot patriotism. I just yeah. I went through a really big bender of like fucking God bless America. I yes. love America, blah blah blah. You know, I still am super patriotic and I love I love this country. I could never I could never hate this country. But that that was my main reason for joining, having like a sense of honor. And yeah, I realize now that maybe right now isn't wasn't the best time to join. Just going off of shit shit that's gonna I feel you though, like whenever they ask like why you joined the army, like I didn't have a compelling, like honorable ass reason. Just seemed like a a cool idea, I guess. Yeah, I had yeah. I want to. I want to shoot guns. <laughs> I want to shoot gun. I, I just want to shoot guns. Like that was. Yeah. Try something. I never shot it. Yeah. Would you tell more 18, 17 year olds, young people to join now, or would you tell them wait? That's a tough one, right? Because I think a lot of eighteen and seventeen year olds at this point, they just think they have to go to college right now, and that's the only thing, and then they get into it and they fucking hate it. Still. So it was def it was a good time for me to kind of debrief and think about what I want to do afterwards, because I know, I I know I didn't want to go to college, but I wasn't really certain there was another option. So if you're 17, 18 years old, I think if you don't have any sort of life path planned out right now, I think you should just to even even the guard, even active, take an active contract and go to Germany, do something like that. Just give yourself this like buffer period. To really figure out what you want to do, maybe maybe not in the way the world is gonna head right now, but in the future, I think it would be something to think about if you don't have any sort of idea of what to do. Right, right, quick though, if you are getting out of high school and want to be an entrepreneur, school is solace. Link down below. Me and Trevor made a course, so you can get yeah, out of school sure. and don't go to college or the military if that's not your thing. Just start making money with your business. Sorry. Start making that money. Good I was going to ad for this one, bro. We're about to yeah, ask. Fire. Now, I was going <laughs> to ask, though, like, how'd you pick the guard versus active? Because I didn't even know about the guard until I joined. In my area, the only thing advertises the guard. We do have a an active station, but the guard is the only thing you'll ever see around me. They have signs everywhere. And I think it was because I didn't... I didn't really know what I was going to get into, so I was thinking it would just be something to do part-time. And if I wanted to go active, because can, you can transfer into the acti into active duty. So I was thinking, if I really, really like it, fuck it, I'll go active. But if I don't, then I just got to do it once a month for the next six years. I, yeah, how true is that? That, like, one weekend and, like, two weeks in the summer? Like, is that true? It's true, yeah. I mean, what, oh, okay. yeah. lie about it? I mean, no, it's like... It's <laughs> you, just, you like with us, it, they were like, oh, if you don't like your job, you can change it. It's like, well, that's true, but you have to do your whole contract before you can do that. Like, Yeah, with the with the guard, it's completely... I was supposed to go last weekend, actually, but I didn't get my 
my uh, my battalion patch sewn onto my dress greens so they wouldn't let me come because we oh, had like a big banquet dinner. Greens. Yeah, we got oh, greens, baby. Got greens, Those look nice, bro. Oh, the greens, jealous. the greens are not. Y'all got blues? Yeah, yeah it looks like a mall. Blues, bro. Like they were switching uh, to the greens as I got. Like right when I got out, they wow. Just like the yeah, the pinks and greens out. are fire. Those are so cool, bro. They're You're cut so better lucky. too. Yeah, cut like you better, look, look yeah. cleaner. Like just fuck, just the history behind yeah. them alone. Like just makes you look like a badass. Like, yeah, the pinks and greens are my favorite. Yeah. I'm telling you though, you're, if you're in the army when they change camos or uniforms like that, it is a shitty time. Oh, bro, yeah. So like for us, since we already had the blues, we would have had to purchase the greens on our own. Like that's the new regulation. Sorry, <laughs> you gotta go get the new greens. Yeah. And that's like a thousand dollars at least. Yeah, at least. Bro, yeah. When uh, like six hundred. <laughs> when yeah. they changed from ACUs to the multicam pattern, bro, I had to buy fucking all new uniforms. No way! You had to buy a brand new multicam. Or yeah, crazy. Well, you know how they are. You get a clothing allowance of four hundred dollars. That'll allow you to buy <laughs> yeah. three brand new shit. Oh yeah, five. You'll get three PT shirts with four hundred dollars. Oh yeah, dude. And like, you know, I had all this old camo gear that they reissued me when the new one came out. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I've got like all this crap still at my house. Oh my it's god. Yeah, I got I, I got my Digicam large ruck over there. Oh shit! No, I, I want to ask too. Uh, did you get like vaccinated for COVID? When, I did, so I did a year prior because I was the gym. The gym told me that if I wasn't vaccinated, that I that I couldn't go to the gym. So in my head, I was what? Ooh, I was. I just turned seventeen at the time, so I was like, "All right, yeah, I'm just gonna go get this shot, and then uh, I can go to the gym." Yeah, uh, it's probably the biggest regret I've ever had in my life. But at this point, it's like. Regardless, if I wanted it or not at that time, I would have had to get it for the military. And they actually just dropped it. I think it was in December, so you don't have to get the vac. You don't have to have the vaccine to join the, the army anymore. They got my ass with that, man. I was on Tell my me. way out. I was on my way out, and they were like, wow. "Get the vax, or you can't go nowhere." So it was like three months. When I got my med board papers, when I got the news that I was getting med boarded, <clears throat> I was supposed to go overseas. Like within three months, so I would have ended up being in the Afghanistan pullout videos. That would have been me, or I would have been holy shit stuck in Iraq for I think it was six months. Mahali, comment below how long you were stuck over there, bro. Oh, bro, <laughs> we thought he was gonna come back speaking Arabic or some yeah, shit. He was out there. For <laughs> oh, we got stuck there. Wow. Yeah. But they're like, hey, you either get this vaccine, you can't go overseas. And when we're at home, I mean, there's uh, there's no reason to be at home. So let me go overseas. Let me fight for my country. I'll go get the yeah. vax. And like a month later, I had scoliosis. So it's you're out of here, dude. It so was they didn't worse give a than shit that. about my scoliosis. They didn't give a flying fuck about the scoliosis that already disqualified me. They gave a fuck about this vaccine that was supposed to work. Yeah, which is kind of it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was worse it too. They were like, someone's got to deploy in your spot because we just did it by individual. So it's like they insinuated that you were fucking someone else over because yeah. you didn't get this shot. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, they were fucked, like, they, they fucked it up super heavy. They fucked people over. Yeah, they were like, uh, if you get vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. So that worked for like a month and a half. And then like they switched to like one dude was getting vaccinated the morning, and then they changed the rule in the app. He had to get one on. <laughs> like, looking back now, wow. I could have not gotten it on. But like we had one guy that didn't get it. They were gonna kick him out, and now he's fucking still in. It's like I feel duped from that.
Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yep. I would. I just uh, feel like that whole situation is weird. I would. I think just like you, I would still convince people even now to go into the military. I mean, you just learn really? too damn much. Yeah. Like you just learn, even though it's. I mean, you're getting ran by the government. The amount they they teach you, I mean, you're pretty much giving up pay. Shoot, I mean, giving up pay. In the Army, you can choose your job, so you're giving up pay and a little bit of comfortability to learn life experiences. Yeah, that's actually huge. That's something that I want. I joined also because of the training, because I wanted to know what it was like. So if you're, again, if you're, 17, 18, you know what the fuck to do. You want to learn some life skills and mature a little bit over a six-month period. Go to the fucking army because they're gonna they're gonna whip your ass into shape and you're gonna be forced to just know how to do shit. Hey, they're gonna yell at you if you don't. It's not it's not like it's, they make it comfortable. Yeah, you learn how to figure it out. Actually, and uh, so yeah, you want infantry? Why'd you choose army infantry over marines or? Navy or some shit like that. Like, why'd you choose the Army Infantry instead of just going to be a rifleman in the Marines? I don't want to go active. Oh, shit. Do they not have... Nope. The only other one that does is the Air Force. They have, like, the Air Guard. So there's Air Guard, and then there's Army National oh, Guard. Shit, I didn't even know that. Marine, Air Guard. You, way too gay. You can do... <laughs> you can do, like, the Marine Reserves, and I don't even know if Navy has reserves, but... I know you can do Marine Reserves, which I did think about because I really am attracted to the way Marines train, just like balls to the wall, like just all of it, full force. Yeah, and our last show was actually with a Marine. This dude was dude was legit. Yeah, Marines are dope. I've never met a Marine that I hated ever in my life. Yeah. You're muted, Kevin. <clears throat> nope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, now you're muted on your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about that? Sorry. Yeah, you're good, you're good. No, though, uh, they were next to the Army recruiting station. The Marine Corps was right, right next to it. And they would, like, not catcall us, but, like, talk shit while we were, like, on our way into the Army shit. Like, so, you want to join a real branch and shit? Like, because I was in the delayed entry program my entire, my entire senior year of high school, right? So it's like once a week I would go to the recruiting station do people and they would always be out there talking. I'm like, bro, like y'all are already dicks and I haven't even joined. At least wait. <laughs> yeah, they're hardcore, man. I love it though. Because yeah, yeah, you know the army army's nice until you join. They're dicks right away. Yeah, yeah. They will they always will be. Yeah, that is a good yeah, that's a good distinction. Now, I will say, yeah, I think there's kind of two people that should join the army. People that want to go SF and kick indoors, do some really high-speed shit, yeah. or like the people that want to just get the three years in for like the college or something, let's say, or like the life experience, get a deployment in, which case, I would say if you're in that group, probably join the Air Force. The Air Force, yeah. Yeah, I agree. If you want a just easy route for, fu for your future, yeah, Air Force. It's so special about the Air Force, though, like... That's the one, yeah. That's the one you choose your career and they choose your job. In which I'd be case, down. I, yes, I would still strongly suggest it. Like I, I even, I even went to the army guy and said, "Pick me a helicopter job." So I should have, like, I could have done that. With, same exact shit, except no. And they get BAH real easy to get out the barracks. Yeah. Oh and wow. Like, like yeah, for y'all that don't know, to get out the barracks in the army as a single guy, you have to be an E six. So 
I joined in 2014. I became a six in 2021. And that was fast. That's fast. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that is, that is fast. E six. Six to seven years in, I would have just been getting out there. But the Air Force, you got to be an E four for like two months, and then you get you get BAH and can move on. Dude, I ran into a chick at the at Mike's, Kevin. Actually, mm. this is Clavis. Clavis, I hope you're listening. Oh, shout, shout out to Clavis. I'm going to send him to Accidentally him, yes. yoinked his little girly friend from him, and I meant no harm by it. It just happened. <laughs> I botched that shit anyways, but we were just at, at a bar, and she was saying, like, yeah, I live down the road. And I was like, yeah, like, like on post, right? Like, you live on post. No, I have my own place. Like, what do you mean you have your own place? Well, I'm an E4. Or whatever the fuck it is. So, so am I, bitch. Like, <laughs> like I'm an E4 too. What do you mean you got your own place? And yeah, the Air Force just gets their check sooner. So they basically they double their pay sooner. And that yeah. would have stopped me from being. That would have stopped me from getting married, bro. <laughs> like, if I would have known that shit, I got married. Oh yeah, like, dude. The, the biggest reason I got married is get the fuck out of the barracks. Double my oh, pay. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the barracks. Oh, dude, they incentivize that shit so hard. Getting married in the military. Oh, double oh, your yeah. pay Dang and then fuck you over when you get divorced oh yeah oh yeah. yeah dude but no i think e4 in the air force is like two years maybe 18 months to two years yeah so it's like a year and a half i could be out the barracks but 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 i gotta be in the barracks for seven years before i can get out though like <laughs> got me <laughs> it's so stupid no. Let's, move, let's move to SIGs real quick, man. Big SIG enthusiast over here, ain't it? You know what we got. Yeah, what do we got? Give us a rundown. These are my current, oh, my current delicacies. <laughs> um, I don't know. I really – so it's funny because it relates back to the military, right? So I got out. I knew it. <laughs> I, never, I never smoked a cigarette in my life, right? Never once. And then I got – as I was about to leave – I was like, dude, I want a cigarette. I've never had a cigarette in my life, but it, I just, it awakened something within me. And what happened was, so it was like three days after I got out and I found this little Indian shop. They sell to anybody, bro. They don't even speak fucking English there, like 10 minutes down the road. And uh, I got there and I was looking around because I didn't know, I didn't know anything about cigarettes. And I was like, oh, just some Marlboro Reds, you know, that's what all the, all the guys smoke. And that was my first fucking cigarette ever. And I, I, dude, I fell in love like like that, like oh. that. It was it, it was it was instant. I don't know. And then I started to research it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, like why, why cigarettes are so demonized in today's world, and weed is pushed super, super hard. Because, for example, in New York, the tax on weed is thirteen percent. But the tax on cigars is ninety five percent. Wait, hold on. Yeah. So I sell a box. I sell a cigar for ten bucks. It's going to cost me nineteen. Retail, yeah. The retail, retail, yeah. Not from like some little like Indian shop, yeah. Ninety like five. Like, like the tax, like it's it's either ninety or ninety five. But yeah, the tax that they're doing on tobacco, like you, I mean, I, you've seen with the California bans as well, all the flavored type of tobacco yeah, yeah. and nicotine they've com they've completely dropped it you can't get that anywhere there you probably can too. But... i think they got a flavor ban yeah a ton of people like yeah. jewel you know how i remember like jewel got that huge flavor ban a couple of years ago so what, yeah did, did you find out yeah what'd you find out cigarettes are why are they so demonized i found out because 
I did, I did a lot of research in the like nicotine and the effects of nicotine on the brain. And what it does is it basically activates this little thing called acetylcholine in your brain, right? Now, acetylcholine basically makes the signals between your nerves go faster. So notice when you, when you pop a zin or smoke a cigarette, smoke a cigar, notice how much easier it is to think, how much clear, how much clarification you have when you think, how your thoughts are so free flowing because your acetylcholine is all boosted up. And that's why I just love it so much. And I was reading a lot about the, the effects of it on the lungs, too, because obviously you're told it causes lung cancer and all this. But, okay, they do, right? This is where you get into, like, this. Organic compared to a Marlboro Red, which is shitty sheet tobacco. It's recycled tobacco. It's not good for you. The filter's filled with microplastics and all this shit. They get stuck in your lungs. And that's why you should always take the filters off your cigarettes. I don't sometimes because they're more fun that way. But yeah, that's how I did when I was. No, no, you're good. good. No, when I was smoking cigarettes, I had a fucking yeah. I rip it off and I had a one hitter that I got from the smoke shop. Stuff them in the one hitter. Yeah. But yeah, I was about to get the contents. contents, How while doing your research, did you do anything on on vapes? Like the day. So I think. So I, I think the only thing that I, the only gripe I have with vapes is that they're like biochemical lab produced chemicals. I got no clue yeah. what the fuck's in there. Yeah, I got that's... no clue what's in there. I used to vape a little bit back when I was dude. I was like fourteen, like in middle school. Like you know, you'd you'd get in eighth grade, you have someone with a jewel passing around on the bus at basketball games. But I didn't really do it too much. And then I looked into I was looking into tobacco, and I'm like, at least I know what it is, right? Like this is tobacco. That's hand-picked it's harvested it's rolled up in like some sort of leaf paper some sort of charcoal filter if it's done right organically but with vapes dude i don't know what the fuck's in there yeah no i have no idea i'm, I'm trying to switch the zins actually i just don't have any i yeah. fucking bought a pack of zins and i was yeah. out in like two days three days that's what i got these fucking on pouches right here oh the ons yeah yeah dude but no yeah i used to fucking i was like you where i joined the army never smoked a cigarette yep. and then it was like my last eight months in i was just like, I knew you could get out of work if you were smoking. And then I did some research on Reddit, and I was like, found out that uh, American spirits take the longest to smoke. So yeah. I got, I got like, the mellow pack, like, the yellow <laughs> one. And yeah, that's about dude. And that then, is such a cash story, Kevin. Oh, dude, it gets better. And then the next day, I got American spirit blacks, because I like the pack, right? Yeah. <laughs> American spirit blacks, if you've never had one, are, like, the highest nicotine cigarette you can fucking buy. Yeah, so, those those are fucking killers, dude. Yeah, I was smoking one, and then I was walking to the bathroom. I was like, dude, I could not drive. Around. Literally, I'm like, walking, trying not to look like fucked up. Nah, holy man. shit. My first, yeah, that's that's what I was like, dude. I was working on an engine, literally working on an engine, and some dude offered me dip, and I was like, you know what, bro? Fuck this shit. I'm getting divorced. Give me some dip. Echo lip, yep. Threw a lip in. I couldn't work on the engine no more. I. <laughs> I took a break, spit the dip out. I was like sitting down with my head twirling for like five minutes. Dilworth, did you swallow the spit? No. Okay. No, no. Dilworth Dil- gave you a treat. No, Dilworth came by. He's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? We got we got an ex- episode with him. He's cash human being. Uh, he he took the green to gold route actually, so he's out in Texas. Oh, okay. He's out in Texas That's dope. doing all that. But yeah, he's like, bro, do you have a lip in right now? What's your problem? So like, honestly, just wanted to try it. He's like, what the fuck? It's like, dude, I can't 
I can't work right now anyway, so I gotta stop. <laughs> Bro, I stopped. Reedy did the same thing. He threw up from it. I'm like, like dip. I didn't like how people would leave their bottles. That yeah. was always like, dirty. yeah, dirty. yeah. The spit bottles our drill sergeants would walk around, dude. Like set, like half, half their bottle would be filled with just dip spit, and it was nasty as fuck. Well, you, yeah, you know how people are at work too. The like, you'd be like finding a bottle of dip spit, and the only guy who yeah. choose would be like, that's not mine. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah. it felt the sky. Then you ever had one of the on pouches though? They're nice. I haven't had the odds. I see them all. I use. I just do the Zins. I have the uh, the coffee and the and the wintergreen are my favorite, dude. Oh, That's the one we had, Trev. The Zin. Uh, we had citrus Zins. Well, oh, there were Zins though. Zin, yeah, citrus. Yeah, the odds are smaller than the Zins. The odds are smaller. But... And really? Nicotine, so it's sharper. Oh, that's yeah. That's gotta be. That's gotta hit, dude. R yeah, but I do want to ask real quick. Uh, if you had any like one big. L issue in your own mind during basic like did you run into your own walls can I, can I do a plug real quick before we get changed something if y'all are into like odds and zins they got a website called snus direct we're not sponsored by it. but they got uh these like these snus pouches from europe and they got some high potency different flavored like 12s i think the highest you can get in the u.s but they go up 30 oh bro yeah anyway i'm sorry but yeah, bro, like any, I'm trying to think my biggest issue. I think my biggest issue was like I had to find, find people around me to talk to. Like I literally just had to make new friends. So yeah, like, I, yeah, I was that's... so stuck in my head for like a week. I was like, bro, where the fuck am I? And then after that, I was good. Did you have any, anything like that kind of? I think it was just family. I think it was just missing my family, dude. That, that like killed me because I've never really been close super close with my little brother and while i was there i was like dude i i felt so there were some days when i'd be on the range and i'd be like fuck i'd just get so like mad because i couldn't talk to him like i couldn't so that was the biggest thing i don't think i don't think it had anything to do with friends like fuck my friends i, I know they'll be back when i come back to whatever bullshit yeah but like yeah it was definitely family because i know my mom was super like hesitant about me going in general and my grandma too so when i got to see them for the first time it was after i got out it was super i don't even know you know how it is it was just Emotional weird as hell for me bro like, yeah yeah that shit was hard yeah like you just randomly i don't remember how i got to see them i don't remember like the family day thing how we did family day because like you, you walk out the shit? woods bro. yeah no 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 you walk out the woods on do you do that shit on family day yeah, because you're not in your dress uniform. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, our, like, graduation, it was the day before graduation was family day, and the whole family knew to be there. So, we yeah. Yeah, we, we got to walk out of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should pull that shit up on Facebook, too, bro. Like, they're the playing thing. that. They're playing the super cheesy song, bro. Like, you'll get a boot in your ass. That's the American way. Hey, that's Toby Kill. Oh, yeah. Chill. He's got cancer now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, yeah, chill, bro. Horny <laughs> song. <laughs> no yeah and then uh like first seeing my family was like holy shit like y'all finally get to see who i am and they like looked at me and i'm just like a completely different human <laughs> what the fuck yeah happened? it's weird it's your, weird have, have your family noticed anything different about you like did they had they seen a difference that it made 
Are you still living with your family? Yeah, I live with my mom actually right now, but I came back and I, my mom didn't tell me directly, but I think my grandma told me that my mom said that I was more like distant and that I just wouldn't talk a lot because, you know, after six months of getting told to shut the fuck up, you're not really going to talk a lot. So it's like, no, kidding. but that was, that was really, I got, I kind of rolled back in the, I, the first night I came back, I invited like eight or nine of my buddies over and that was that was directly after the forge, so I had no sleep. I was running on no sleep at all, like three monsters that day at the airport. And I came back, and it just felt so weird being like, 24 hours ago, I was in the fucking woods with face paint and then 249 sitting there at three in the morning, and now I'm home, and I'm not going back. I'm just home doing whatever the fucking just dumb shit. Yeah. So it was, it was weird coming back and trying to adjust, especially like, Waking up and not having to worry about like fire guard shift. That oh, because you had lived and breathed army for six months. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we had yeah we had an AIT was kind of like that in between. Like it's it's not as bad as basic training, no, but like dude, not I... as much freedom as a normal unit, yeah, I guess. No, and I had like yeah, I had like three four days with my family in the transition too. So like during the transition mm -hmm. to AIT, I still. Still had a little bit of family time, but then I, all right, yeah, T Kev, what was it? it was like twenty two weeks? Yeah, I want to say about shit. four to five months. Yeah, some crazy Holy shit. shit. And then after I, wow. up, I was able to go home for fucking ten days. They only let me go home for ten days. Don't know what that's about. Yeah. Went home ten days around Christmas time and ended up moving out of my parents' house. I think it was two days before Christmas. Ended up spending Dude. Christmas that year in a hotel. I went fucking wow. home for Christmas during AIT, like right in the middle of it. And I remember looking up the penalty for going AWOL. <laughs> it's a felony, dude. Like I'm saying, like my first, like until I graduated AIT, like the last month, I was just like regretful. Done this. Yeah. This, that's now for me, like that's what I struggle with the most is like these guys, like the guard are going, you know, one week in a month. Yeah. I got to go the whole time. And it's like now, it's like, the hardest thing you do as a civilian, but the easiest thing you do as a, mm -hmm. as a soldier. Like, yeah, yeah, like AIT and basic training. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, look, that is a good call. You know what I mean? Like looking back, I'm like, oh, that was not that hard. Yeah. But like at the time, I didn't have like strength like that I do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what those times were for. Yeah, dude. I mean, I was thankful for them, though. Shit. Yeah, I, that's why I say, dude, it's hard for me to suggest anything else because I don't know anywhere you could go and get the life experience I got by 2023. Join school of solace. Join school of solace and, and skip a university, boy. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, that's I like... I see myself in a university. Did you ever see yourself doing college at all? Did you ever see anything, any future, Alex, in any type of field? Like when I was a junior in high school, yeah, what were you I thought I was going to, I was thought I was going to go to, so I, at first I was thinking I was going to go to school for exercise science, so I just wanted to do a lot of, I wanted to be a personal trainer, but I knew there was no fucking money in that, doing that local, so I was like, fuck that, I'm going to be an exercise, exercise science, and then I realized that shit's a ton of math, and I didn't want to do that, and then... I wanted to be. I got into movies a lot, really, like yeah, a lot. I wanted to be. A, that's funny as hell. You brought this. Yeah. Shit up. I, was about to bring I wanted to be a cinematographer. Right? Yeah, I was good. I wanted to be a cinematographer for a long time. I still do want to dabble in that shit, but not go to school for it. 
but I wanted to be a cinematographer and like design sets for movies and all that shit. And then I realized that that's a lot of money to do that shit. So then I, I just kind of dropped college out of the picture. I was thinking about it while I was at basic, but then I realized I know there's ways to make money outside of school and going to school for six, eight years for something. Like, why would I just, why would I do that to myself and have to yeah, pay all that money yeah, back when yeah, I can do exactly. it? Exactly. Like you're losing money in the process too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You look like, I was talking to my buddies about this when I'm, when, when these kids at college are 22, they come out of college, they're going to be fucking 150k in debt. And then when I'm 22, I'm going to have no debt and then quadruple whatever the fuck they make. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like, yeah, you just feel like the old guy in class by like an order of magnitude trend. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, personally, I couldn't imagine. I'm 26 now. I couldn't imagine going to school with 18, 19 year olds. Oh, no. Now, bro, it's kind of brutal. Yeah, that shit seems like ass. The culture just sucks. Like, I've been to a few college parties since I've been back. And it's just like, there's no, like, drive. Like, nobody really wants anything besides to just get drunk and. Yeah, nobody want nobody actually wants to make money. They just pick a career and they're like fuck it, I guess I'll do this and then party for 4 years and then be shit out of luck. Yeah, they want to be told what to do. Yeah. What they 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 can't they can't lead themselves, which another thing the army is fucking great at teaching you with and how to lead. So people just don't they don't have the courage to actually say fuck the system, I'm just going to make money in my own way. Yeah, the army too, yeah, forces you to do that. Oh yeah. Like uh, I remember we're getting orders to the 160th and it said like spec ops aviation training. I'm like, bro, I'm not a fucking like operator or some shit. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not like that's just not who I am. I just wanted to fucking relax in the States, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah, looking back, I'm like, oh thank God they did that. I know, dude. Fuck. It's like one of those hard things that you grow a lot from. Oh, what you, Trevor's got okay, some. I got this shit on my fridge. What is that, bro? My orders. Is it? Copy orders, bring you to Fort Cam. Yeah. Are those your are those your original orders? Yeah, Special Ops Aviation Training Co. Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Had my ass taken you because two weeks before this, I was supposed to go to fucking Korea. Oh, shit. <laughs> no bullshit, bro. Did you, did you guys do air assault? Air assault? I wish. No, because... Like, at Fort Campbell, they got the 160th, right? And there's two battalions. There's, like, 1st and 2nd Battalion. 1st is, like, the real high speed. Like, you got to go to Sears School and Airborne and all that shit. Oh, shit. 2nd Battalion, they really didn't give a shit about it as much. Like, we'd get pressured to go to Sears School, but... Fucking, I was the E6 there seven years. And I never went to Sears or Airborne or anything. They told me when I showed up, you have to go, and I still didn't go. I ducked the fuck out, bro. It was, like, a year. Every year, they'd make this push for, like, a month. Yeah, and, like, uh, we just got a new new money out of nowhere. That was, like, the biggest thing, bro. You didn't get enough money to send all us to scare school. Yo. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. But, yeah. I mean, it's legit, though. Shout out to the ones. That, like, we were talking with the Marine uh, last podcast. One. JP, shout, shout out to JP. Yes, sir. And he was talking about, like, loyalty. Like, how pe- M- Marines have more of a Marine Corps. But mm-hmm. in the Army, our centers around our unit a lot more than... Like the army as a whole, like. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I agree with that. I'd say that's true. How's um, your uh, National Guard unit? Dude, I haven't even seen them yet. Oh, 
What? Because I was supposed to go last weekend and I didn't go. And that would be the first drill. So actually, when you get back, you do this thing called gold phase, which is in whatever. It's stupid. But you basically go back. So after you graduate basic, there's two days. The next weekend that you have drill, you got to go to. But you're basically trying to teach the new trainees what it's going to be. You're trying to put the army into the best words possible, which was fucking impossible. So you're trying to just... The new recruits that come in and sign up, you do this thing called... Recruitment Sustainment Program, RSP. So when you sign up and your ship date is out a few months, you do RSP, which you do a weekend a month before you ship out. But you don't really do anything besides you you do like PT, uh, they teach you some army shit, maybe land nav, and then that's it. So when I got out, I went to those for the new people, and I was telling them how my experience was, what I learned, my MOS, where I was, all that type of stuff. Like they, they joined the army but hadn't gone to basic training yet, but were still assigned to that unit? Yep. So after you sign the contract, like after you oath in and all that, you start going to drill like that next month. Oh shit. You don't have like any PT clothes. You just wear whatever you got. They get dude, it sucks because I didn't have PT clothes for like four months. Cause I was seven months out from my uh my ship date. So I'd be going there in like fucking shorts and some baggy t shirt doing PT. They gave it to me like four months later, but half the time they won't give it to you. Yeah, I was gonna say because we could wear civilians for PT, but some people would wear the most outlandish shit. Yeah. Like, you know who I'm talking about, Trevor, with his bright pink shoes and his knee-high socks? <laughs> like, can, can y'all, like, deploy as the guard infantry? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do all the time, actually. My buddy... Yeah, my buddy's in a unit near me. He's MP. He's going to Poland on May 15th. There's a ton of New York guys going to Poland in May. Yeah, I got a friend... Shoot, basic training friend, Stephanie. She's out in... I think she went to Kuwait. Deployment. Yeah, Kuwait's a big one. Yeah. Is he a, 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 deployment. That's the biggest fake yo, in the world. Is he an infantry guy too, your friend? It, no, he's MP. Oh, my narc. What a narc. <laughs> I thought he was infantry. I'm like, what the hell are they doing in Poland, bro? Fighting the Russians? They actually, like a lot of them, infantry do go over. What they do is they actually train Ukrainian soldiers. Mm, it's really, and same same thing in Germany, too. I got my buddy Big Tex. He's over in Germany right now. Big Tex. And he, he's helping train Ukrainian soldiers and shit. Be down to train the Russian soldiers. Do they have that as an option? Yeah, bro. That's not fair. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. yeah I really don't think option, so, dude. Here's Kevin. Here's, here's your papers, bitch. Choose, choose which one you want to go to. We'll let train, you decide. We could train the Ukrainians or the Russians. <laughs> the Ukrainians do all the wrong things, bro. Crazy ass. Do they let you choose? Yeah. Bro? You've been in the army just... long enough. Yeah. <laughs> They're not gonna let you choose. Choose nothing. Remember when you get to basic training, they got you fill out that like dream duty station fucking paper. Yeah, bro. I oh yeah. Pick, like three dude. I think I chose Germany, Hawaii. I don't know the third one, and it didn't matter anyways. You fucking wiped your ass. You went to Campbell. <laughs> and, well, yeah, I ended up at Campbell, and I was supposed to be in Korea, so it just was a whole shit show for like. For like two weeks, because everyone in AIT, we all were supposed to get our orders around the same time. So like people no. in my class started trickling in with orders and everyone like one dude's got Korea, one dude's got Hawaii, another dude's got a cool fucking spot. 
another dude has this and i end up with korea and i'm like bro i cannot go to korea like i do not want to go to the fucking korea my orders get completely swiped so my shit's blank for like another week while everyone else is like let's go i'm going to hawaii or some shit my shit's blank and they're like where are you going i had no idea well there's a da select program to where the government tells you that you're going into special operations so i was going to do it anyways called my mom called my girlfriend at the time and they're like no sounds too dangerous don't do it so i didn't do it and then a week later after finding out going to korea they're like too fucking bad you're doing it anyway so I mean, good to go. Best thing that's happened to me, but it's. I mean, you just go wherever they need you, bro. That's the guy. Oh yeah. And then when you're done, they don't give a shit. No more. No, that's why you got to go to sit call, bro. Yeah, bro. Do y'all got? Oh, you never been over there yet, bro. Shit. Like if y'all get if you get like hurt or something, you can like document. Oh yeah. Sit call. Oh yeah, dude. We had sick. We had some. We had this place called Winder. It was like the local hospital. We call them Winder Warriors. Motherfuckers go there to get out of PT and shit. Shit, your ass ought to be there. Get that shit on your VA disability, bro. Swear to yeah. God. Yeah. I went to sick call. I actually got... What's the skin rash that wrestlers get? Herpes. Oh, uh... Ringo. No! No, it's... Alright, it's another <laughs> one. I can't I can't remember what the fuck it is, but I got it during, during combatives. That was the only time I went to sick call. Okay, I did have the flu while I was there. I only went to sick call twice. Bro, it was hurting over there. So that, God damn. I was, I, yeah, bro. I was. There were a few times where I was struggling. We were on the range doing our buddy team live fire for the first time, and I had the flu. And I was, and you're just sprinting through the fucking barricades, and I'm, I can't even breathe. What oh happened, my God. Bro? They gave, I thought it was mandatory for the flu shot. What the fuck happened? Yeah, they brought us That's to do the flu shot at like was. three in the morning. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They gave us a flu shot, and they got sick the week later. Yeah. Crazy. And then you, yeah, your immune system looking like that dude falling down the hill with his rock on his back. <laughs> yeah, my bro Anderson. Shout out Anderson. If you ever, if you ever watch this, dude, just know I love you. I know I love you, bro. Shout out to Anderson. There's like five dudes in my basic that you're like, you can't help but love what they stand for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love them, bro. You gotta love it. Absolutely, gotta love it. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so National Guards, yeah, it's like once a month. Then, what is it? It's two weeks in the summer? Yep. So you go for, I think mine's actually 17 days. And you go for two weeks, and you basically just, dude, I don't even know what you do there. I'm going to be honest. Like I, have, they, don't tell, they don't really tell you anything. But I'm oh, already camp nothing, But homie signed his life away for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but, like, whatever. And uh, I'm going out to Michigan, Camp Grayling. It looks bad, dude. It looks like some, some like concentration camp type oh, stuff. Oh no! They got a lot of those in the army, dude. But that, yeah, uh, yeah. So now you got your, you did National Guard, so you could do it kind of part time. Did you have a plan on what you wanted to do full time at all? Or you just nope. You I had no nope. do military full time. At the end of basic, dude, I got really, I was like, yeah, man, I want to go fucking airborne. I want to go 82nd. Like, I'm about to go sign up, tell my recruiter I want to go to Fort Bragg right now. Airborne range, and, dude. Yeah, and then, I, and then that didn't happen. I got home for like two days, and I was like, I'm staying home. <laughs> I had no I had, I had, had no plan before that. I just I just thought that I'd come. I knew I was going to come home and get a sales job. That was the one That was the one thing. That I yeah, did. now you're now you're in there doing insurance. How do you like it? Tell us something about sales, I, bro. 
I like it a lot because I think it forces you. Because along with, bro, insurance is boring, right? I don't think there's any person in the world that is, like, addicted to insurance learning. But it's interesting because it becomes a product that you can really sell and believe in because you need fucking insurance on everything. You need insurance. It's not something that you can just... If you die, if you die at 80 years old and you don't have life insurance, you're not... Your kids are going to have to pay for your burial, which is anywhere from 10 to 15K. You're going to leave nothing to them. They're fucked. They're fucked. And they got to pay off all that credit card debt that you have, your mortgage, your car bill, anything. So... I think it. I think it taught me to believe in a product. So if I don't have full conviction in a product that I'm trying to sell, then I'm never gonna sell it. That's what it's and hitting the phones too. Cold call. Like the first last month was my first time ever hitting a cold call, and I was like shaking, dude. I was nervous. I was really nervous because I. I don't know what to say. Like my script was all ass, and it didn't sound good, and I was just trying to rush through it as fast as I could. But it's great because it teaches. Like if I want to start this life coaching business. And I want to start selling this shit. How the hell am I going to get on a phone and not know what to say? So I, I basically joined to get the skill sets needed to start my own business. That was the big picture. Colin, you could kind of say that's where we're at right now. We're like borrowing John's business a bit. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. His product. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I believe in what he's doing. Like, you're exactly right. Like, if I if I was selling something I didn't believe in or I wouldn't use... I would feel like I was scamming people. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that's just not going to work for me, Chief. That's what you say on the phone. That's yeah. You got to get this shit, man. If you don't get it, you're gonna. You seen Boiler Room? No, that's why I started yeah. watching it. This yeah. dude, uh, he fucking sent a tweet out or something. I've been thinking about watching yeah. it for like the past two weeks. So me and Kevin hopped in Discord yesterday, bro, and watched that shit. Yeah, boiler room was great. I so I used to teach karate actually before I left, and my sensei he was a huge like entrepreneur guy. He told me to watch boiler room. And I was like, yeah, I'm never gonna watch that. Uh-huh. And then I got into, and then I got into sales, and I'm like, I gotta watch boiler room. Yeah. And bro, it was so so fire, bro. bro it was I didn't so good. How good the storyline actually was until I watched it this last time. Yeah, was it was. It's great. All the sales shit and all the funny like all the dumb shit. And then this time yesterday when me and Kevin watched it, I'm like, damn, like this, the storyline is actually like, this isn't a sales movie. It's not, it's, it's a, it's like a movie about a kid trying to find his way through the world and get scammed on wall street. Like it, do, it yeah. doesn't feel like a sales movie. Like people label it's it. It's very that. relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Like this dude. Yeah. It, it's a great fucking story. We, it we were at the we were at the career <laughs> fair. We were at this uh, youth career fair a few days ago. Oh yeah. And we were like, "How are we going to start when people come up to us?" And I'm about to be. Like, I said, "Uh, if you were drowning and I handed you a life jacket, would you take?" It? <laughs> yes. Fill out this survey. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, like right across from us was SeaWorld, so they had an inflatable tube. Like, turn, oh, turn around. Look at that inflatable tube. If you were drowning in the ocean right now, and I threw that to you, you would catch it, right? Yes. Good. Take my pamphlet. Call me tomorrow. A giant like marketing, dude. Room, <laughs> and they're like fourteen-year-old kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought good. it was great too because it could like, dude. After the sales calls, that the I don't even remember the main character's name. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, but Seth after he would, Seth, yeah. yeah, Seth, yeah, Seth. After Seth would hit the phones, like when he was getting really good at it, dude. I hopped on the phones. I was just a motherfucking monster on yeah, there. I, I wanted. 
I wanted to phone and get aggressive on there and close. Like I wanted to get get appointments set. Like it just made me. Ah, dude, it's just so like inspiring. Like it's very it you hungry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hungry, dude. I'm hungry. Shit, I like that movie too, just because it showed like the people that they were scamming. Like yeah. the product of that was like Wolf of Wall Street didn't do that, but they were doing something similar. Yeah, they did something similar, but in in Boiler Room, like they went through the whole family. Like when this guy lost all, I think it was like fifty k of his life savings. He was like a he ended up being like a side main character at that point. And it showed you how much like they fucked these people over. Like he was trying to sell his eight grand, and they fucking sold him more. Seth. Yeah. Well, no, they made up for it at the end, didn't they? His dad got him out. Or no, 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 no. yeah. Uh, fucking no. Toretto. Seth. Dom Toretto. Vin Diesel was in there fucking sign he signed off homie cell paper before he left. Yeah, it was an IPO thing. Yeah, before yeah. the FBI left. Or before, oh. Like, right before they showed up, homie sold his fucking uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like fifteen years old, but <laughs> Oops. it was my first time watching it like Tuesday, I think, so I don't know. Oh, dude, so good. What was what's a good another good one, Kev? I mean shoot, I feel like we Wolf of Wall Street. I didn't really care for Glengarry Glenn Ross. Yeah, we watched that. Glengarry Glenn Ross. It's about real estate leads, so we thought we'd fucking like it because we're in real estate leads. And it was just... Yeah. It's like a 1980s movie, not produced well. Uh, just like... Kind yeah. of weird, yeah. It's free on YouTube, though, so props to them for not fucking charging me for it. Hey, shout out to free. I think uh, The Big Short was really good. I watched that last year. That made me want to start doing a lot of finance. It, it has... Uh, Something that Steve Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling's in it. I think Ben Affleck or Christian ba- Christian Bale's in it too. Damn! And it, it was about the, it was about the crash in two thousand eight. It was really good. Hey, it was really really good. Read, um, they can grow rich. No, not yet. Is that is that Napoleon Hill? Yeah, that is a quick rundown. That's like um, like. 1930 someone like you me and kev just in the dumps like just hurting hurting yeah like don't know what to do like before you joined the military type deal you had no idea what to do but um, picture that in like the 1929 crash like just complete great depression that's why i love no social media yeah like no nothing so wow everything he's saying is like a natural what he did to succeed a natural way of life there's no social media bullshit, no loopholes, nothing crazy. This is what I did. And it's like, dude, dude made a name for himself. That shit blew my mind. Like the way just a nobody and ended up making a name for himself. You know, like that's yeah, I gotta I mean, read that's that. everybody. Everybody's really a nobody until you find out their name. Like then you can Looking put a Jordan name. Jordan Belfort, yeah, shit. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Elon Musk. Just building personal brand. Oh yeah. Shut he was nobody up. until like he became i feel like he became famous over fucking night dude there was just this it was like this small window where you, all you heard about was elon musk and he just blew up you're like that's you no good clue though who this like was. i'd rather do that than some stupid bullshit on like how how like the american government isn't working something stupid like i'd rather y'all bitch oh, about yeah. this great cool awesome entrepreneur guy that i aspire to be than y'all bitch about like the government nonstop. Or a bitch about Trump nonstop. Like, choose this guy. Yeah. This guy wasn't elected or nothing crazy. Like, choose this random dude who, in my eyes, is exactly what 
what an entrepreneur should look like. Like, dude, surround himself with oh, yeah. great people. Exactly what he does. Get him in a, a room with great people. That's what he does. Like, yeah, yeah, he's an inspiring guy. Yeah. Yeah, like, they, I don't know how you can shoot the man down. I don't know how people hate him. It blows my mind. It's a litmus test I use. If you don't fucking like Elon Musk. Yeah, two glass. You're weird. I'm not going to agree with you're you. Weird. Because he's self Because I think people just don't want to believe that. He's self-made, and he's really just—he's as rich as he is. I—I th I think people just don't want to believe that there's people that can get to that level, like Jeff Bezos and fucking Bill Gates. But Bill Gates is a whole other conversation. It's the poor mentality. Yeah. It's the, that poor man. You ever had that? How were you? Oh yeah. Now? What was your childhood like? So, like media, like middle class, very like low, low middle class, pretty much. I grew up very—you know—I'm in New York, so. My parent, my my stepdad was pretty democratic. Um, I oh, like master. you know, de stepdad. De yeah, democratic values in the house, and they, my mom and my stepdad split up. But I think I had a pretty good child. You know, I I look back because I, especially with the life insurance stuff, when you go to people's houses and you sit down and they have like, dude, you go to some of the like the the nastiest dumps you'll ever see in your life, and you're like, I don't know how they could live like that, and then it just makes me feel very like grateful because I, I had a pretty good at the time i didn't think i did right because you know you're fucking 12 years old and you want the new jays you want the new iphone 6 plus you want the you know everything but i look back and i'm like dude i was spoiled as hell for like yeah you didn't have to worry you didn't have to worry about anything you know food was there house was there family was there it wasn't like i had, I had a really good childhood really really good you said stepdad. I hope you don't mind asking about your uh, biological father or anything. No, so my mom and my dad, they were together until I was about three or four. Then they split up, and then my mom met my stepdad. And then they were together until I was about 12. They split up, and I do see my dad on the weekend sometimes, but I don't know. You know, I'm busy and stuff, and my, my stepdad actually lives right down the road because I had a little brother. So we just wanted to make it easy for him to not have to drive like 20 minutes out to see his his father. So we just decided to move like right down the road. You know what I mean? Because it's his, his, it's his father. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much where that is. How do you feel about your father's situation? Like seeing him once a weekend, shit like that. Like, I think, you know what? I think it, it's. It's just tough because he's been in the same position for, like, my whole life. He makes the same amount of money as he did when I was born. He lives in basically the same apartment as he did when I was born. And it just sucks because he has no – there's no – he's, he's so complacent, you know. He'll go to work from 9 to 6 or 7 and then come home and then watch a movie and play games. Do that on repeat for 25 years. So it's just – that's what I would do on the week. Like I'd go over on the weekends when I was younger, and you know we'd play like PlayStation and watch movies and just yeah. eat tons of shit food. I tons of Oreos, dude. I'd eat like fucking whole thing of Oreos. I eat a whole thing of Oreos by myself, but the double stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, whole thing by myself. But it was just I don't know. It's it's hard seeing him now because it's just I hate to say it, but it's just so draining. Like being around people that don't really want to like. And I and I posted I posted about that before one time talking about like how draining it can be to come to a family 
like go to a family gathering and everyone's talking about just this the, the tiny bullshit the shit I'm that saying. doesn't matter yes it's hard it's it, it's hard though because you you love them but it's like dude you're just so not in the right like this mindset is, at this all this is why i fuck with your twitter bro this is what i was saying like i didn't see this tweet but even this is enough to get me on the same page like this this is exactly what i came home from thanksgiving and told kevin dude like no one's on the same track as me no one understands what I'm doing. Even if I want to explain what I'm doing in big world terms, like in big boy terms, y'all still wouldn't really understand or give a shit. Like, but it is about it is about their promotions and their life and how they're proceeding in life. Like mine is, yeah. Mine would be like I just figured out two new softwares today about how we could distribute this podcast. If I went to a, if I literally went to a Christmas party right now, that's what I would say with my family. All of them would be like, mm, that's pretty cool. I should be getting a raise here soon. I did an interview. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I talked about this on my snap. I like I post to my buddies on Snapchat, and I'll just I'll try to help them out too, right? Like my local buddies, they don't know what the, they're still in fucking school, and they're not trying to really like grow or do any sort of like they don't want to make fucking money. And I'll post it. I posted about it. I was like, how? Like, I could never sit there and be, like, hoping for a raise. Like, please give me a raise. Like, it's just so weird to me. And then people will be like, why why am I stuck in the same position my whole life? But they have no, yet again, like, conviction. They have no conviction. They have no courage that they can just leave and go get a different job. A sales job. A sales job, I think, is the biggest gateway into that. You're you're not dictated by how much you're paid. Your pay does not dictate you. At any other job, you're capped at the salary, right? But sales depending on the the industry you make as much as you fucking want but it also means you got to work as hard as you need to to make that money but that comes to the third point people don't want to fucking work for that money they just want to go clock in get their whatever their 15 an hour then go home and spend it on fucking whatever comfortable just comfortable yeah dangerous as hell it is but people people wonder why they don't move ahead and they just can't, they can't fathom being put in, like, an uncomfortable situation, like, taking risks. Like, I told my mom, I don't know, you guys probably know Nick and Logan on uh, Twitter, right? Logan Fitz and Nick yeah. Rogers. Yeah, so I got in, I did their launch socials, uh, I'm in their launch socials thing. And I told my mom about it, and she freaked the fuck out. She's like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna use all this money, and it's dangerous, and it's like, do you even know who these people are? And I'm like, you just, I, you can't even, like explain it to your family you can't yeah. it, they they just can't comprehend that you can there's there's other ways to make money now in like the modern world they and just that, don't they just don't yeah. get it that's why io is so legit bro I yes know. yes yes like that's not even I, my brand like that's what i wish my brand was wait give me about give me about like i would say like five five years and i'll be at like the real beginning of io I think Jake's a monster, dude. Jake yeah, is like, like I don't, I don't. Thing is like Jake is a beast. Jake has done. If you, if you name something, Jake's probably done it. You know, he was in the military. He was in the IDF. He was in. Oh, he was actually like a. Yeah, he was in the Israeli Defense Force. And, Bro, hold the fuck up! What? Yeah, to God, yeah, yes. Bro, Jake, yeah. dude, I'm in your Discord Jake. right now, dog. We're streaming in your Discord right now. I'm calling you right here. <laughs> This is about to go viral on TikTok, bro. 
<laughs> Jake is a demon. He was a DJ for like one of the biggest record labels over in China. He lived in China. He was kicking it up with like some of the Jake is what what Jake's able to build in his network is just so crazy. Like the people that he knows and is he's got a lot of big plans coming podcast wise. Like huge people that it's just it's just wild. But he. He just has such a wide network. He's fucking. He's he's incredible. He's one of the best guys I've ever met in my life. That's the goal. Easily. Bro. That's what I love about it too. Like you got a man like that standing for it at the top. You know, like really believing in his own product. Like you don't have just some bullshit like Walmart bullshit with a CEO on top who doesn't give a fuck. Like you got a man on top whose name is this brand to to the point where like he just got called out on that TikTok, and he yeah. talk shit back. Like, I read his message, oh. and I was like, holy shit, bro. How did you even find it in you to write some shit like this? Like, where did this shit come from? Because like, he's irrationally positive. Yeah, bro. It just yeah. irrationally positive, irrationally optimist. It's it's ridiculous. It's a great name that he that he built, like, just a great brand. He's got it He's got it moving. Had Seb on. That's, that's good enough for most people to Dude. follow. Yeah, that was huge. That was huge. I mean, I said this on the last podcast too, but Seb was Seb and Soul Bra is where me and Kevin got our shit from. Like, Kev sent me, really. I was I was a cart a cart guy, cart boy at fucking a golf course, ran by. Shoot, where's oh, she's not she, ran by Colombians. I think I don't even know if they were legal. I don't even know if anyone working with us was legal. <laughs> Terrible people, and yeah, just I was. Fucking like 5 a.m. on a Sunday, showing up to work, some bullshit. And at like noon, Kevin sent me a podcast with Sobra and Seb. And finally, oh, that one showed Yeah, finally, I just like while driving them fucking carts, like while fishing them fucking balls out the lake. Like, this, <laughs> yeah. this is yeah. it, bro. Like, I'm going home today and I'm figuring out how to start a fucking podcast. Like, this is going to get him thinking. This is yeah. a fucking. Yeah, he was he was the gateway. Soul Brow was the gateway for me too, getting into health. Like I found about I found out about him. What's today? How do you hey, how do you feel yeah, about them? Almost two years ago, shit, or all this maxing things. This maxing, thing, this, <laughs> I can't stand it. I can't. It's stand so it. funny. It's so funny to me, dude. It's so because <laughs> people people are like I'm sun maxing, cardio maxing. No, you're just getting sun, bro. Like yeah. you're not maxing any. And so I used to. I say it all the time just because I think it's funny, dude. Like, when I'm out, like, people will do some dumb shit. I'll be like, oh, he's, like, he's, like, bench maxing. He's bench maxing right now. He's, like, he's laugh maxing right That's now. That's what Look I'm saying, him. bro. Homie's, homie's car maxing too damn much. <laughs> just add maxing to the end of everything. Walks, it's great. Homie, taking your damn car too much. Like, yeah, I'm walk maxing. <laughs> I'm podcast maxing. Yeah. Pod, pod maxing, yeah. yeah. No, that shit, it was just weird. I, I I, is that a soul bro thing? It seems like that's where it came from. I think he made it big because when he was first getting started on Twitter and Instagram, he'd always refer to like sun maxing or like fruit maxing, walk maxing, stretch maxing, like all that shit. He'd post about it, and you know he's like he's he's like the pinnacle of like the health sphere. Like yeah, he's what tie, he's what ties everybody together. So yeah, once he started crazy. saying that, it just became like universal. It's such like, a whatever he. Right? thing too right like i can't imagine your father trevor saying oh yeah i'm i'm sun maxing yeah, <laughs> i would lose my shit if, if like any guy over the age of 30 told me he was like sun maxing 
Like, yeah, like when I was like, oh, yeah, Trevor, I could imagine your dad saying, uh, oh, yeah, I got a new Oh, I do SEO for uh, dropshipping. Yeah, <laughs> your dad. <laughs> your dad's like some fucking SEO mastermind. <laughs> no, Yo. me and Kevin are in this networking group, M3. If y'all need a part of an M a networking group, hit us up. That's another plug, bro. We're just sponsoring our shit all over today. Yes, We're sir. in this networking group, and the, yeah, there's like these... These old ass people and they're just doing their thing and there's, I mean, there's a couple in there doing SEO, Google rankings, Google business pages, and it it like blows my because they're top performers. They're not just like some random entrepreneur kid coming off the streets. Like these are businessmen doing business things, and it's like these yeah. forty fifty year old men that are just great at optimizing SEO. <laughs> no, some of the middle aged guys are real like it's weird how good they are at SEO. All all search engine optimization, like it's weird. You see it you see it a lot actually, but not in any other niche. I can't I can't think of a fucking a cold email marketer that's forty five years old. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah imagine yeah, your dad was like, I'm doing cold email outreach. <laughs> <laughs> the hell you I, are, bro. Yeah, all right. I specialize in inbound leads. Yeah, yeah. what do you think that is, dude? <laughs> all right, dad. Whatever you say. Um, well, yeah, all right, fellas. How are we feeling it's a, it's about it? We're longer it. show than I fucking thought. Yeah, but hour 30. Yeah, shit just yeah. went by again, bro. Time just went by again. It was fun, though. It was fun as hell. Yeah, man. Want to get you back on again. I keep saying this about everyone. It seems like every guest we're running into is just a good guest. But Because we're good people around here. Good people in I.O., boys. Yes, sir. <laughs> Good people in I.O., just running into good people, talking to good people, and that's what it's about. That's what the network's for. That's what our community's for. That's what we want. What we're yes, about. Sir. Yes, sir. But with that, you got any final thoughts, man? Alex, what'd you say to a – what would you say to – oh, shit, you got to be 21 now. What'd you say to a person getting into six, thinking about getting into six? If you're trying to get into six – Buy some of these bitches. Yeah. <laughs> buy, buy a pack of American Spirits or Hestia cigarettes. Um, soon to be buying from them. Very small. Uh, they're small, local, not local near me, but you know they're a small business. They do their own type of thing. He reached out to me about cigarettes because they don't sell in New York. But anyway, try it. Just try try some natural organic tobacco. Do not. Do not go balls to the walls with Marlboro Reds. I promise you. Yeah, maybe you. I shouldn't say you will, cigs then. You'll fuck yourself up. It's kind of weird saying cigarettes and tobacco, you know? It's it's hard. I, I try to say tobacco as much as possible because it kind of... Because you think of cigarettes and the first thing is like lung cancer. Yeah. So it kind of turns turns people turns people off, but... but I fucking is- love cigs. Yeah, you gotta... If, if you're not smoking cigs right now, you're fucking... You're losing, bro. Yeah, and if you're you trying to quit cigs, go right here. Eight milligrams. Yeah, there you go. hit up some zit. You gotta have your nicotine. You're trying to yep. quit cigs and nicotine all together. Go right here. <laughs> yeah. <the> world, <laughs> yes, sir. And, and, shoot, and if you're trying to quit drinking at that, if you're trying, if you're trying to start drinking some some bourbon whiskey, I just got into whiskey. Oh Good yeah, reserve, bro. This shit is fire. Oh. Just, just God nice whiskey coke. Cause I was sick. What I really was sick of is doing shit like twisted teas, and seltzers and shit. I'm like, bro, there's it's no sure. way this is anywhere remotely good for you at all. Like, oh no. But I feel like whiskey's been around long enough to. I mean, there's got to be a good reason for it to be here. 
there are certain types of alcohol that I think are maybe not good for you, but like better for you, right? Less bad. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, less shit, bad. Shit, yeah, shit Kevin's ring is like, like what, 90 calorie? Eight. If it's a calorie game, I'm about it. That's why we go with the <laughs> reserve. Shit's yes, sir. That's probably like 200. It feels with that, with that, we got another good episode in the books. What is this, Kev? 32? Two, I want to say. Feels good. 32? Feels uh, good. Damn. Started all off an iPhone, bro. Yeah. Wow. Two, two iPhones in a dream. What a dream. <laughs> but uh yeah, happy St. Patty's Day, everyone. Hope you enjoy yourselves. Hope you did enjoy yourselves. This should be posted a little later. But but thanks again, Alex, coming on, man. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't even know you were in the military. I mean, before I even had you on, I didn't like I had no idea. So that was cool. Thanks for sharing some stories. Thanks, you know, opening yourselves up. And, uh, yeah, what you got to say, man? I appreciate y'all. This is like, this is my first podcast. So it's, it's just fucking sick. You know, if I, if you told me, if you told me a year ago that I'd be on a podcast this year, I'd be like, no way, no shot. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> so I just, I like, seriously, thank you too so much. Oh yeah. Like, this is, this was fun. It's just, you know, it's just fun. Just chilling Online out pub. and just shoot, shoot. Yeah. Just shooting the shit, man. Like it's just fun. It's enjoyable it's, uh, and every uh, it's it's nice to be able to find a space like that with with like-minded people that's why i like io so much like you may, yeah maybe you not, might not be able to get a podcast with jake but let's get the group going here let's get the boys mm-hmm. buzzing let's get everybody in in the circle together and let's let's go up together that's that's the biggest thing yeah and just stuff like this yep. it's it's an easy way for us to you know find our similarities find our differences Seems like we're pretty similar. Seems like we're about to take the fuck off. Now I know who to go to when I need need some special shit, you know? Need so, some insurance. You know? Yeah, bro. So. Insurance. Kev, how'd you feel, man? I felt good. No, I didn't even know you were a vet. And then I, you you said something before we started the show. I'm like, well, know a little bit about the army. And then you we got into it. I'm like, oh, bro, this. Yeah. Bro. We, were, <laughs> we were talking. I'm like, save it for the show, dude. We got to get into it. Yeah. 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 But now, bro, super thankful to have you on, bro. Phenomenal. S tier game. All right, Thank fellas. You. Thank you, my man. Y'all, uh, yeah, check out the links in the description. Everything will be in there. IO, our YouTube, his Twitter, everything. And, yeah, we'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for watching. Peace, Peace out. All right, y'all. Thanks for watching. If you made it this far with us, hope y'all enjoy that episode. Next week, we got a religious dude on. He's a more Christian guy. And, it's an interesting episode because I'm not the most religious guy on the episode and we get into some tough topics. So Trevor, you got anything to add? Yeah, there? no, I, it was very fun. I, I enjoyed having him on. He actually helped us with our discord servers too. So anybody needing some help with that, he's got some, some knowledge on that. So we'll be leaving his Twitter and he, we got some good connections with him. If you need some help, anything like that, if you need to know anything about religion, that's the man to ask. I'm telling you, I follow him on Twitter and that's the man to ask. So, Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch y'all next time.